0: Welcome to Talk, Teaching and Learning Consultation Skills. This is the Talk Talks podcast, helping everyone who sees patients to improve their consultation skills, to get better outcomes, and this approach can even increase your job satisfaction. This podcast is part of a series on the module Talk, Beginning Consultations Effectively. And today, we're going to talk about the chapter which is called, Can You Go Home With Energy to Spare? This chapter really concerns ways in which we can prepare ourselves for consulting. And the question, can we go home with energy to spare, is an important one, because a lot of people naturally find working in consultations all day long quite tiring. I'm going to begin by a quotation by a psychotherapist called Wilfred Bion, who said, the purest form of listening is to listen without memory or desire. And in this discussion, I'm going to explore a little bit about what he means by that and about how that insight can help us go home with energy to spare. In a primary care setting or perhaps in A&E, a wide range of unpredictable problems can be encountered during the course of a single day. You can't say to yourself, today I'm going to do cardiology or today I'll just stick to easier problems. When a clinician is unfamiliar with assessing situations in primary care, the range of expertise required together with the cognitive strain of learning new ways to consult can be very tiring. Paradoxically, highly skilled consulting is less tiring. And those who are new to primary care observing their seniors often say things like, gosh, it looks easy, or that doctor seems so relaxed. How can clinicians learn to be effective while also being more relaxed, less strained? And perhaps less exhausted at the end of the day. From an educator's point of view there are general methods for teaching approaches to maintaining energy and resilience which I've covered in a companion work called Engage, Energise, Enrich and Evaluate a textbook of educational methods but in the specific context of the consultation resilience arises when attention is paid to housekeeping skills. These are learnable skills that clinicians use to maintain their composure and resilience and this term was invented by Roger Neighbour, who said that in between consultations every clinician needs to do some personal in quotes housekeeping in close quotes to get them ready for the next consultation. This is because worry and stress can carry over from one consultation to the next. Sometimes this means by the end of a session clinicians feel quite wrung out and drained. This chapter is going to examine some methods to help clinicians manage this kind of problem. When Bion, who was a psychotherapist, talked about the idea that we need to listen without memory or desire, this might seem a little puzzling. Surely we need to remember our patients, encourage continuity and build our relations over time. And certainly that is one very important component of our work. However, in the context of the consultation, this is also about leaving one consultation behind us completely so as to be ready for the next encounter with a patient, as Bion says, without memory or desire. In other words, we need to prevent any hangover of emotions or thoughts processes from one consultation blending over into the next one. That means being without memory. This is so that we can be open to truly listen to what the next person wants to talk about. Clinicians must be ready for attentive listening without presuppositions about what we're to hear next. In other words, that's what Beyond talks about when he says being without desire. This is so that the next patient will be fully heard by us. Stress can carry over between patients for a variety of reasons. If there's been some clinical uncertainty, the clinician may spend too much time thinking sort of what-if questions Clinicians may have second thoughts or concerns about a consultation, or maybe the patient has been expressing strong emotions. Distressed or angry patients can leave a large sort of hangover, and simply being aware of others' suffering can be stressful in itself. These discussions will be discussed in more detail in the module called Making Consulting More Sustainable Over Time. But in this chapter, there are simply some suggestions that we can develop for developing a housekeeping pause between consultations. This is so that we can get ready for the next consultation. Taking care of yourself as a clinician needs both long and short term approaches. Long term approaches. Are things that ensure that good levels of energy and good mental health are maintained over time. This could include positive use of leisure time, getting enough sleep, connecting with others and loved ones, caring for your physical health and accessing positive emotions such as gratitude. In this chapter we're talking about more immediate and short-term actions that can help within the working day. This might include pausing for drinks or food, creating moments of relaxation and connecting with others in the workplace in positive ways. Pacing and varying your tasks can help as well. So I'm going to focus in particular about ways to unwind and relax in between patients. Now, this might seem quite difficult when there's always a lot of pressure on us to see patients quickly and get on with the next. But taking as little as a few seconds, maybe 15 seconds between patients, can have huge effects. So I'm going to talk about three approaches that can be helpful. These are called immediate calming methods, distraction methods, and regenerative methods. So let's think about immediate methods first. Now, this is when you want to unwind between patients before you see the next one. And I'm taking this as read that you've finished the notes and you're ready to look at the next patient's notes. But before you do that, pay attention to your breathing. Look out of the window or look at something personally meaningful or something beautiful. A very quick breathing exercise that can help between patients is called four square breathing. And then this, you breathe in for a count of four, hold your breath for a count of four, breathe out for a count of four, and hold your breath for a count of four. Try it now. Breathe in, one, two, three, four. Hold your breath, two, three, four. Breathe out, two, three, four. Hold your breath again, two, three, four. That little pause probably takes less than 15 seconds, but it activates your parasympathetic nervous system, and that can make you feel calmer and happier. Having something beautiful on the wall or something personally meaningful to you on your desk while you do that exercise will make it even better. There are more suggestions for immediate methods to unwind between patients in the written resources that go with this chapter. Distraction methods are also very important. These include simple things like having a cup of coffee, maybe checking your phone for a personal message, reading a short poem or taking a walk, perhaps to go and get something for a reception or go to the loo or just to step outside for a moment. Reading a short poem might seem a very strange thing to do between consultations, but if you have a book of such poetry handy and have a quick look at it, it can really help to unwind your mind by distracting you for a few moments after a stressful consultation. There are other suggestions for distraction methods in the written materials that go with this chapter. Finally, regenerative methods. Are things which really build up your energy. This is not just compensating for the energy that you've used but get you to a better place. Now these kind of methods include reflection on the meaning and importance of the work we're doing, noting things that we can be grateful for or remembering things that have gone well. A writer called Ronald Epstein considers that every day we should look for a a moment of exquisite beauty to nourish us. This could be a lovely cloud glimpsed through a window A child's smile, maybe a lovely earring that somebody's wearing. And his book, Attending, has got a lot of reflections about how to achieve mastery in both consulting and in self-awareness. There are more suggestions for regenerative methods in the written resources that go with this chapter. And there's also a podcast where I discuss these issues in more detail with Dr Rebecca Barron, who is a resilience expert. The written resources also include powerful methods to include our attention and closer listening and these pure listening skills are described in much more detail in the module called Skills for Effective Information Gathering. I hope you'll find some of these suggestions helpful and as we build up our energy through the day, replacing the energy that we're using up, perhaps we really can go home with some energy to spare for our gardens, our families, for relaxation, for sport, for anything that brings us joy. This podcast was brought to you by NHS Professional Educators, making training available to all.